Welcome to the Evolving Digital Self Podcast, where we explore the conscious use of technology. Listen in to hear thought leaders and other guests discuss the human relationship with technology and learning to thrive in the digital era. Hosted by the author of the international best-selling digital self-mastery series and being at work, Dr. Heidi Forbes Usta. Welcome back to the Evolving Digital Self Podcast. Today, I am so excited to introduce to you my friend, Emerald Greenforest. She is an internationally known speaker, transformation artist, Be the Change Movement to Watch award winner, and one of America's premier experts. She's hired by Men on Purpose, who are called to be the vanguard of the creative age. Welcome, Emerald. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Heidi. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, we've had so much fun going back and forth at the different events that we've crossed over in, and we've had some really interesting conversations. And I would love to, just to help our listeners understand a little bit more about you, because that was such a brief little intro there. Can you tell a little bit more about what you do and how you move in the world? Oh, thank you so much. Well, right now, my main focus, Heidi, is on my Men on Purpose podcast, where I am celebrating, elevating, and spotlighting men on purpose because I was called about a year ago to really take all of my years of transformational uh, mentorship and flip it on its head and start serving men. I had been serving women for almost a decade around the world, helping them feel great speaking and powerful asking for money. And it became clear to me about a year ago that it was time for me to flip the switch and start serving men because uh, we don't have a whole lot of spotlight on really wonderful men doing wonderful things in the world. We have too much of a spotlight, in my opinion, on the men who are menacing and malevolent. So I got called to step into that space. And since then, I have uh, launched my podcast and I'm now hired by men who are looking for the kind of support that I can offer to them to really create some conscious change in the world and in their own lives and businesses. I love that. And I think you make a really good point, especially with the whole Me Too movement. I was recently at a conference and somebody mentioned, I think it was Amal Clooney, really talked about that the, you know, the Me Too movement was not about gender, it was about power. And I think that if we can take that focus away from men and really look at, there's some amazing men doing really great things. And if we're constantly looking at them with a toxic lens, we miss out on those beautiful bits. So thank you for the work that you're doing. Oh, you're welcome. And, you know, the truth of the matter is part of the reason why I was called into this work is I actually had a lifetime of of Me Too experiences, right, from my father to first boyfriends to men I lived with to both of my husbands. Uh, I call them husbands. They was my husband. And ultimately culminating in a really traumatic and kind of toxic relationship that had been developed with my son. And as a result of a huge kind of rite of passage with him, it became clear to me that I was the unifying thread in all of those relationships. And so if I wanted to create a change in my own life, I needed to take action and start looking and consciously 
choosing to seek out and spotlight and celebrate and elevate men on purpose. And I'll tell you, it's been an incredibly healing process for me to really release a lot of my old baggage around men as a general category uh, and discover, you know, which is true across the board, across humanity, that individuals who are out there doing amazing, wonderful things, we really need to focus on on those individuals, regardless of their body parts. <laughs> and and it will just bring more positivity and more power into our own lives and love into our own lives as a result of that. Amen to that, sister. I love it. It's so key. And just because of the nature of what this podcast is about, looking at the human relationship with technology, how do you think that that has changed the way that you work and the way that you engage with the people? And because you do a lot of mentoring and direct work with people, but you also have a podcast. How has that really changed the nature of your work? Well, I'll tell you, Heidi, I actually began the business that I have now many years ago, almost a de- well, more than a decade ago now. And at that time, I was a single mom raising my son and called to serve at a global level and called to be a speaker. And I started looking around back then at this calling, how I could serve into this calling that I had. And I knew that I had to fulfill my calling, uh, which is something that many of my men on purpose also feel like they really have to fulfill that calling. And in my case, I also was highly uh, committed to parenting my son. And I am so grateful for what I call the technology angels, because as a result of being able to create a business that was primarily an online business, I was able to generate multiple millions of dollars from home, mostly in my pajamas as a single mom and keep the roof over our heads and then some. And at the same time, be the mom who was at the football games, who was baking the brownies, who was having the kids over to my house because I was able to serve my purpose and serve as a parent simultaneously. So I am so grateful for for technology and for the digital uprising that has literally given me the entire world. My podcast now is actually heard in 34 countries. We just added eight countries at once in the last week. And so to be able to reach my arms around the world and create a lifestyle that allows me to have a lot of freedom at the same time, it's just such a blessing. I'm with you on that one, being a mom myself. And I mean, here I am recording our podcast from my house in Marin County, looking over at the Golden Gate Bridge and waiting for my kids to get home. I've got my little sign up saying recording in session, please be quiet. But you know, it's it's about building these environments where the technology can enhance our ability to continue to be productive and, you know, make the money that we need to make in order to keep our lives going and, and to contribute to society. I think technology is a beautiful thing in that way when we can make it work for us. Totally. And I, I also want to just drop into the space that there is a dark side. You know, part of my work when I'm working with the people that hire me is I actually support them to go into those places that are the dark side, the places where their energy is being consumed. And in some cases, the digital world can be a huge distraction 
from being on your purpose. So it is definitely a delicate balancing act. Part of the work is really remembering that we are the ones that have the power to choose and remembering that technology is here to serve us. And the moment we start to feel sucked dry by it, that's a sign that we need to step back and take a look at doing something differently. And sometimes we need help with that. You know, I think many of the men on purpose that I've spent some time with, they can easily get digitally distracted. And it's important to, you know, really look at both the good and the bad and start to leverage the good to enhance the greater good and do whatever we can to kind of root out those underlying challenges that we have as human beings to avoiding sometimes the hard things by putting ourselves off into another place or space mindset wise, it's really just a distraction and not really on purpose. Absolutely. But I think it's also important to recognize what piece is the technology and what piece is what we're getting out of the technology. And whether it's one escapism or for some people, they're sort of they're information addicts or they're social addicts. And the technology is the tool to accommodate that. I equate it to, I remember back when, when my children were first born, some of my peers, we would joke about being New York Times widows because our husband spent so much time reading the newspaper. And now instead of, you know, reading a physical newspaper, they may have their noses in their smartphones reading the same paper, but they're reading it on their phones. As soon as you finish one article, it leads you to, if you like this, you might want to read that. And then it just takes you into the rabbit hole of more information, which is exciting. And yet it can be very distracting from being present and in the moment with the people that you're with. And as leaders, the men that I work with, it's important for them to be discerning about when that information is in service and when they're literally going over the edge. So uh, it's just one of the things that I work with my men on is really becoming more and more discerning about what's in service, what is serving your purpose, what is serving your advancement and your personal development and your personal growth, what's serving your health and what is taking away from it. And I think technology can be such a gift, such, I mean, one of the things I use every morning is the insight timer which is a meditation tool. And I love my insight timer because it's helping me to keep track and stay focused and dedicated and devoted to my meditation practice. And, you know, I too can find myself scrolling endlessly or going down rabbit holes. So I, I think that this is something that is important for us to just put on the table to be mindful about all the ways that we can be pulled off course, including digital distraction, which is similar to some addictions. It can become similar to some addictions. And so it's important to just, you know, learn how to be mindful and make conscious choice and, and ask the technology to serve us rather than the other way around. Absolutely. My dear friend, Simone Janssen has this wonderful expression that I use all the time, which is high value actions. And it's like, I mean, when you think about focusing on your high value actions and removing the other pieces so that you can really sort of hone in on the things that need to get done right now that are going to give you the outcome that you need. It's a very powerful tool, but it requires a lot of self-awareness. And sometimes 
that you need that sort of external perspective to give you context of maybe how far off the mark you've come. So I think, you know, the tools can, in some ways, there's a lot of great tools for helping you do that as well, you know, to really be mindful of how we use the tools and really be, you know, have a conscious relationship with them is really key. So we're just going to take a really quick break to hear from our sponsor and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Oscar Wellness. When pain stops, life begins. Oscar Pulse mimics the body's own recovery processes to relieve pain, muscle stiffness, and inflammation using optimized pulsed electromagnetic field technology, PEMF, to encourage recovery at a cellular level so you can get back to life. And I gotta tell you, this thing works so well, my husband and I are fighting over it. So I highly recommend you take a moment and try it out. They have all kinds of options for checking it out, and they've even given us an opportunity to share a discount with you, $55, by using the 2BU code on the OSCO Wellness site. You can check out the show notes to get more details. And we're back with Emerald Green Forest. And you know what, Emerald, I love the work that you're doing with this Men on Purpose podcast. And it hasn't been live for that long, has it? No, we've actually, we launched January 11th, 2018. So it's been uh, just a short time. And already I'm in 34 countries. The show is in 34 countries. I'm not going to say I, because it's really the show is in 34 countries. And just last week, we actually added eight countries all in one week. It was like super exciting. I was like, oh my God, we added China and the British Virgin Islands and Taiwan. And it's such a rewarding experience to know that the men on purpose that I feature are being heard and their wisdom is being disseminated out into the world. It's almost like I sometimes see it as like the dandelion, you know, the dandelion when it turns into that kind of white puff ball and then the wind comes along and all those little seed pods go flying. I feel like uh, that's what's happening with the Men on Purpose podcast is we're seeding the world with uh, really powerful wisdom and guidance and inspiration and illumination from the men who have chosen to be guests on the show and who've graced me with their presence. So it's very, very powerful, very exciting. And it, it is the kind of digital interaction that I want to enhance and see more of. Like I'm definitely interested in having as many people as possible around the world tune in and consume this wisdom and really receive the benefits of the amazing, magnificent men that I have had as guests on my show. It's it's really super powerful. It's really exciting to see the power of podcasting. I mean, you say, well, initially you said you were in these places. Well, you are, if you think about it, there's something that's very intimate about uh, you've got your earbuds in and you're walking around with, you know, your voice is streaming through someone's head and they're, you know, you're telling stories and you're sharing wisdom. And that's a very powerful, intimate connection. So although you may not be physically there, you are there with them and they feel that sense of intimacy. And so I think it's a really, we don't want to discount that and think that it's, it's just my podcast that's over there because really in a way you are there and that's a pretty beautiful, wonderful thing. I agree. I, at the end of every show, I say, thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open 
And remember, you are magnificent men. And so at the very least, my prayer is that my listeners are receiving that affirmation and that acknowledgement themselves that they too are magnificent. And whether they're men on purpose already or men on purpose in the making, you know, I really want them to know and to receive my gratitude and my appreciation for them. And so, yeah, and I love having my voice as well as the voice of all of the men who are coming on the show and being my guests, really getting out there into the world and serving in the in the most efficient way possible. I love the level of efficiency that podcasting in particular is allowing all of us to experience. Like we can distill the wisdom and then boom, it's in somebody's ears in Vietnam. How amazing and delightful and digitally desirous is that? It's pretty amazing. I wonder, I mean, because you're such a future-minded person, but you're also very much aware of sort of the greater systems around us. If you could create a piece of technology in the future that would be sort of your perfect gift to the world, what would it be? Oh, wow. What an amazing question that is. Boy, as soon as you ask me that question, what I immediately see in my own mind's eye is the awareness that there is technology that has already been created in nature. There is what I'm going to call spiritual technology that's already been created in nature that we barely scratch the surface of in terms of our connectivity to it. I like to sometimes say, oh, you must be on the psychic hotline. And the psychic hotline is like our natural capacity to make connection even across space and time. And so I I feel like the one thing that comes into my vision is the scene from the movie Avatar where they are underneath the ancestor tree and they're connecting with the ancestor tree and they're receiving the wisdom from the ancestors. But there is this incredible appreciation for and tuning into the natural technology that already exists. There's some amazing, amazing technology that the trees have created in their ancient wisdom for connecting with each other and acting as a whole ecosystem while each member of that ecosystem is also thriving. And so that's the kind of technology that I want to see emerge out of our present kind of path in the direction of employing technology and and coming into right relationship with technology. I love that. And I think that's such a beautiful point that you make is the spiritual technology and then, you know, and nature. I mean, I often talk about the importance of recognizing the power in technology and that it can connect us to nature in a totally different way. I mean, one of my favorite, just silly little things to do when I'm out on a hike, if I, if I see a flower or a bird or some kind of something from nature that I don't recognize to take a picture of it and, and post it and be like, what is this? And to sort of create a dialogue just around that piece of nature. And it helps me feel more connected to the, you know, whatever that was and to understand it better. But it also connects me to other people who are fascinated by that piece. And sometimes I find that the answers come from the most mysterious places. They don't necessarily 
come from someone that is, you know, that I have a regular conversation with and it sort of reconnects in a, in a beautiful way. So I think there's so many different pieces to that that we could extract and, and play on for a long time. But, you know, the spiritual technology and, and nature are, are two very powerful pieces that we don't want to forget. Mm-hmm. And anything that we can create that will allow for more connection, more intimacy, more personal touching personal, you know, I, I am all for and I am definitely, you know, if that was something that I could create, I would invest some of my life force in that. <laughs> for sure. I love it. I love it. You you mentioned before, in terms of the when you're interviewing with the men on purpose, do you find that there's a unifying theme in what drives their purpose? Well, most of them, so I've defined that, that men on purpose have some very specific uh, characteristics. And one of the main characteristics is that they are called. They have some kind of a calling and they choose. So they're all C words. So they choose to say yes to that calling. And then they go about getting into clarity, like, okay, so I'm going to answer this call. And how am I going to employ my contribution to bring this call into fruition? They have courage, they are willing to seek out and invest in coaching. They are creative, they choose to create something out of often out of nothing or in response to perceived challenges in a new, innovative solution oriented way and they know how to celebrate and so those are some of the characteristics that i see men on purpose have and one of the the greatest ones of course is the courage to say yes to that calling and to exercise that courage muscle every single day saying yes 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 even in those moments when there's challenges because even men on purpose have challenges every now and then Absolutely. Well, I applaud you for following your calling to share those stories. It's uh, so much appreciated. And for those of you listening, don't forget to go check out Emerald's new podcast, Men on Purpose. And you can find the information for that in the show notes, because I can't wait to listen to the next episode. I think it's going to be, there's just so much great content there. And we need to think about all the great positive things that men are doing as well. Let's Let's try to switch this gender equation around or the conversation around the gender equation, I should say. Emerald, it has been such a treat having you here. Do you have any closing piece of wisdom that you would like to share with the audience? Yeah, I think that the one thing that I want to share with your audience is to embrace your power to choose how you use and specifically refers to the digital world. How you choose to use the digital world is in your hands. And so find the ways that are going to enhance your ability to be on purpose and are going to feed you and nourish you and help you to stay on course and expand and grow in your purpose and be conscious about choosing to say no you know, exercising your no muscle when you find you've gone into a rabbit hole. Every now and then we're going to fall into a rabbit hole, but 
our work is to really choose to get ourselves out as quickly as possible. And, and sometimes you need help with that. So if you're looking for support in advancing your plan and your purpose, I am totally open to having a conversation with you and would be delighted to have you reach out and have, have that conversation with me. You can find my application for having a conversation with me at time to make your mark com, which is separate from the from the podcast URL. So that would be my final thing to say, Heidi, other than thank you, thank you, thank you for doing what you're doing in the world. I am so grateful and so appreciative for the opportunity to be on your show and to be of service in some small way. Thank you. Well, thank you, Emerald. It's been such a treat having you join us today. And for all of those fellow evolving digital selfers out there, I am sure they appreciate listening to your stories and learning more about what your work is doing. So thank you again for joining us today. And thank you all listeners for joining us. We look forward to catching you again on the next Evolving Digital Self podcast. And until then, take care. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for joining us for the Evolving Digital Self. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app now so that you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, please give us a rating and a review and join the digital self-mastery movement to create more conscious use of technology by sharing it and telling your friends. Want to see where you fit on the digital self spectrum and how it might be impacting your business and relationships? Get your free copy of Digital Self Mastery today by clicking on the link in the show notes.